you know, a smart man will always listen. Mm. You know, you can't assume that you know everything. You know, and to gain knowledge, you have to you have to learn it from somewhere. Mm. So if I'm smart enough, I'm gonna keep my mouth closed and I'm gonna listen mm. and be that coachable type person mm. because you know they're pouring into me. Right. So it's either I absorb it like a sponge, right, or I'm just that you know piece of slate and you just wipe right. it off. Mm. I'd rather be the sponge. There you go. Thomas Roach, Director of Marketing with Senior Life Insurance Company. We are still in sunny South Florida at our Airbnb, but no matter where we're at, we're always all fired up. We have a very special guest, a very mysterious guest, somebody that was, <laughs> it was very difficult to get on the podcast, but he is here, my brother Dean. Dean, how are you doing today? Oh, absolutely fantastic, bro. Absolutely fantastic. Now, as usual, you're dressed very sharp. The bow tie and the and, 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 and right here in your pocket, it all matches. Everything coordinates. You got to coordinate, brother. You got to coordinate. So just off top, just to kind of start the, the conversation, what is what is the Bowtie Academy? <laughs> <laughs> um, really, it's just, I don't know, it's something that was just made up, I guess, by coming into the game, you know, having on the bow tie and people... Mm-hmm you know, coming up under me or, you know, trained by me, mm-hmm. you know, whenever they succeeded in something, it was like, hey, coming out the Bowtie Academy, yeah. <laughs> so, so that's you a graduation know. of sorts. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, more or less. You know, I don't, you know, we don't have diplomas or anything, right, right. but, you know, you get your bow tie. Okay, well, you there you go. Yeah. Now, that that has been quite a, a trademark of yours. I believe the first time I ever met you, you were actually wearing a bow tie. Yeah. Your sense of style is always so on point, and that's, that's one of the things everybody always mentions about you. Where does that stem from? You know, really... I don't know. I think it's from birth. I mean, sometimes, okay. <laughs> just, yeah, just you natural. know, yeah, sometimes I used to think, man, was I a pimp back in the day or something <laughs> in my afterlife? I mean, I don't right. know. Right. But, um, yeah, you know, it's so funny from way back, always been known as a dresser, mm. like the coordinator, right, you right. know, and I just continue doing the same thing, even coming into the business mm-hmm. atmosphere, I just keep it the same way, keep it different, keep it classy, keep it professional. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now everybody refers to you as and partially because probably the bow tie as 007 007 is a name that came up every time i would ask somebody about you that's one of the first thing that they would mention what is that what does 007 mean to you well to me 007 is um really your go-to mm. you know the sharpshooter you know when you when you when you look at let's just say you look at a movie mm-hmm. you know action movie you know, you got guys, you know, they'll go in just trying to hit anything they can. Right. 007 has a target. I have my lead. Mm. That's my target. I go in. I'm there to assist that family. Boom. Done. So instead of machine gun in the block, what you try to do is be the sniper on the roof. Is that? Sniper on the <laughs> roof. Sniper on the roof with that target. Okay. For that family, you know, and... Just, you know, come out, you know, nice and clean, not mm-hmm. all messy. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that, that, that has to take a, to, to even be given a nickname like that, that means that you probably have a tremendous amount of focus. Where, yeah. where does your focus come from? Well, you know, I always believe, you know, in anything that I do, 
I like to give 120%. Mm. You know, I like to learn about everything that I'm doing, especially coming into final expense because I didn't know anything about finance. Right. I never knew this even existed. Right. You know, yeah, you hear life insurance, but like fine expense, what's that? Mm. You know, so of course when I got in, um, you know, I made sure I understood everything and I learned everything that, you know, that was being taught for me by, you know, by senior life. Mm-hmm. And I just said to myself, okay, you know what? Let me stay focused because when I'm focused and I understand things, I could explain things better, mm. you know, to our clientele. Definitely. So, like you said, you didn't know a whole lot about final expense or senior life early on. You actually were like a pharmacist or something before that? Well, hey. What were you doing before final expense? Man, let me tell you. (laughs) I was doing quite a few things. I mean, really, just a quick story. It actually goes back to when I was doing, like, customer service and sales. Okay. I actually did it at Sears Auto Center. Oh wow! Yeah, so that's a that's a throwback because <laughs> yeah, because we don't really have right. Sears Auto around anymore. No, but um, I was there, you know, working, and you know, of course, in there you did you did um sales and customer service. You mm-hmm. got a commission off of you know what you're doing, and the funny thing is, I was the same way. You Just know, I, <laughs> I dress, yeah, I dress different. Right. They used to wear like little polos and knit shirts. Mm-hmm. I came in with polo Ralph Lauren all day, mm. <laughs> you know, and I was different. Right. I, I talked to people different. I treated people different. You know, they saw that I knew exactly what I was talking about because once again, I was focused. I mm. did my research on ties and stuff like that. And um, of course, you know, it was more competitive. It was very competitive okay. there because it was commission based. Okay. You know, yeah. Right. So, you know, and you know, like I said, this is a, this is a throwback era. Right. This is like, 2000 about 2000 year 2000 mm. and um the old school guys they they didn't really care for my success oh wow because i was a new kid on the block right but then what happened you know long story short you know um one of the guys that was really you know a competitor of mine he, he said to me one day and he said blake because we never really saw eye to eye and he said blake he said you know what you're spinning your wheels here mm. Dude, what are you talking about he says, you have a skill, a talent. He says, you need to be doing something else than selling tires. Now, he wasn't like hating on you trying to say that to try to get you out because you were his competition. Well, guess what? He was trying to get me out. Okay. And he did. Okay. And you know how? How? It's the funniest thing. This guy went to, to get me out. This guy went, got all of the real estate books, mm. the course, everything. Right. And brought it to me at work. He said, "This is what you need to be doing." <laughs> yeah. So, what? All right. So real estate. Got into real estate. Been a realtor since 2003. Three years later, he got me out of Sears. Oh wow! You know, and another funny story. While in Sears, and you know, I went to um doing real estate. Somebody approached me there. Insurance company, mm-hmm. but you know, I didn't know too much about insurance right. back then. So, um, you know, they try to convince me, you know, they try to do this recruiting pyramid scheme thing and, um, ah, get out of here. I wasn't, I wasn't into that. Right. I went ham in the real estate. Mm. Killed it. Mm. Killed the game. Yeah. You know, I mean, I was to the point where I was even training new agents coming right. in, you know, and I was very successful at it. My broker at the time, you know, he loved me because it's like his office was growing mm. and then, um, you know, of course, just like everybody else, 
That, that year came, right. 2007, yeah. 2008, yeah. boom, the market crashed. Mm. But luckily, you know, I, I had so much money that I was good. Right. You weren't stressed out like no, a lot of people oh, were. Oh, nah, yeah. no. I was good. I was chilling. Right. I actually took um, I actually took a couple years off. Took a couple years off? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was good. Yeah. And um, I said, you know what? I'm kind of bored. Mm. Went to school for pharmacy. <laughs> right. I, I had nothing to do. You right. know, I said, right, you know what? I was, I don't know if you remember seeing this commercial when it said something about sitting on the couch. Yeah, you, yeah. You remember and that? played during the day. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was home during the day, <laughs> so of course I seen it, you right. know? And um, I said, you know what? I could do that. Mm. Went to the school. You know, they were like, oh, yeah, you know this and that, and you know, this is what it will cost. So I was like, all right. Yeah, we could set up you for grants. Like, no, I paid for it cash. Mm. No, so what? I said, should I just bring the money? In? No, don't do that. You know, <laughs> oh, I'm like, okay, right. I don't know, you know, right, right, but you know, paper bag or whatever bag, whatever. <laughs> right. So, um, basically, I just, um, I, um, I paid for the, I paid for the whole school. Mm. You know, I took the course, went into the pharmacy field, been there for quite a while. I started there in like maybe 2010. Oh wow. Yeah, and you know, I got. I got blessed into that, and um, you know, eventually I gave it up. How long? How long did it take to study and to, to get that? Like, how long was the, the the course or the classes or whatever? Um. Well, as a what I did because I was actually the um, I was actually one of the um, head technicians. Oh wow! So it took me about maybe almost a year. Okay. Yeah, almost a year, and then it kind of cut short because you know when when you're in it. You have to do something called your um your internship, mm-hmm. so which I started doing at um at Walgreens. Okay. Okay. So of course you know I'm in there with the pharmacists. Once again, you know I have my own style. <laughs> yeah, you know this is I a went in. Theme on, on this yeah, <laughs> I went in, had my own custom made right. um lab coat, everything. You know, <laughs> of course. <laughs> you know, and so of course I'm doing that, and um, dude, I don't know how. This one guy called me out the blue mm. with this um. This was the largest, um, what were they called? Um, it's a facility, but it's um, dedicated to the to the nursing homes. Okay. Long-term care, I'm sorry. This was the largest long-term care company. Mm-hmm. And um, one, of the, one of the managers, they called me. Mm. And he says, hey, I want, I want you to come in and interview with our company. I said, well, okay, I'll do that. But you know, remember now, I'm working at Walgreens, right. doing, trying to do my my internship, trying to learn everything. Went to this company; they love me. They said, "Hey, don't worry about Walgreens anymore. We want you to start here. Mm. We'll take care of everything that needs to be taken care of for you to start now." Wow, that's what I said. Right. All right, I'm all in. <laughs> yeah. And boom, I went in, started doing my thing. You know, working hard. You know. Um, but so you're doing that for for a pretty long time. A long time because I moved up in rank very quickly. So with already having that financial financial freedom from doing real estate, and now right. you're excelling in this new career, and you do that for quite some time. Why would you even get into final expense? Why would you even get into a totally different industry? Hey, Thomas, let me tell you, man, that's the funniest thing. Like I said, never knew anything about it. Right. But um, I knew I wanted to get out of pharmacy because one, 
the hours was draining. Mm. Two, like probably every job in America, you know, understaffed, mm. you know, overworked. Right. And of course, the little pay, yeah. you know. And I got on this one stupid thing called salary. Mm. You know, never do it again. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> You know, I guess I knew I wanted to get out, but I needed a reason to get out. Mm -hmm. And you know how you want to do something, but you just don't really get to do it because nothing pulls you away from it. Right. Well, finally, something did. Um, it was a little seven pound, well, maybe 11 <laughs> ounce baby. Right. That pulled me away from it. Yeah. And that's when I said, you know what? How does that pull you away? When you say pull, pulled you away, what is that? What do you mean? Because at the time I was working in Tampa. Okay. Okay. I relocated to Tampa because, like I said, I excelled so fast in the company. I used to travel mm. and train people, train you know, train um, train technicians. I used to assist other pharmacists. I used to even do some of their IT work. Mm. So I did a lot of you know, um, ground you know, ground right. starting um, you know, things. So when I was in Tampa. I kind of went to Tampa to get away because, unfortunately, in um, 2015, I lost my mom's. Okay. And when that happened, it, it really took a big toll on me. I got you. You know, yeah. I mean, lost weight, you know. Okay. Yeah. It, 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 it's hard. Yeah. You know, it was hard. And, I mean, this was somebody that I spent my whole life with, yeah. you know, to the point where having the home in Miami. Mm -hmm. I couldn't visit that home anymore because she wasn't there. Mm. So relocated to, um, to Tampa. Company paid for everything. I didn't have to pay not a dime. They right. they had a place for me to live. Only thing I paid for was food. Mm. And um, you know, I was tired of going you know back and forth because of course you got to maintain a home that's empty yeah, now. Definitely. You know, so yeah. it came even a little bit more difficult because you know here it is. You know, you're coming home. You can't even really see the front door because the grass, you know, <laughs> right, the grass right. is above your head, right. you know, and, you know, you go in and, you know, you're trying to clean things up. And then um, eventually I just say, you know what, I can't do the back and forth. You know, mm -hmm. I wanted that reason why to come back. And so I see. So so you your, your mother passes away. Right. You become a father. Right. So now you have reasons that you want change. So you wanted to change. You put it out there in the universe. Right. But that doesn't mean a change is going to come necessarily. Right. So when does the change happen? When's, the, when's that moment? The change actually happened when um, I applied, you know, trying to get work closer to home in Miami. Because right. I said, hey, you know, I want to be close to my son. Um, apply, for, apply for a job, mm -hmm. customer service not knowing that it was dealing with insurance. Okay. Okay. So, you know, it was different um, insurance company. When, you know, they gave me the little pitch. Right. Mm, all right. You know, I kind of like that. Once again, hey, I could do that. Right. You know? <laughs> right. So, um, you know, I started doing it, but at the same time, I'm doing my due diligence. Mm -hmm. And that particular company, I didn't really know much about. Right. So I'm researching them. All right. But then while researching them, I happened to fall onto senior life. Okay. You know, and especially when it said, you know, there was an article also with Doug. Yeah. Doug, you know, yeah. my RVP, my yeah. boss, right. you know. <laughs> so, you know, it piqued my interest and I read a testimonial that he had mm. on the company, mm. you know. And I can't remember if it was from Facebook or from the own, you know, Senior Life site. But um, 
it brought my attention. Okay. It really caught my attention. And I just said, all right, you know what? Let me just keep that in mind in the back burner. That's got to be pretty powerful, though. I mean, just just read something on a website to read something on social media or wherever you saw it. It had to have had something that really was in there that resonated with you. Well, one one of the main things I remember, because I guess he was a mortgage broker. Mm hmm. Me coming from oh, the real estate, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah. I saw the, the right there. There was a connect. Yeah. So then now he went through the whole changes that I went through. Right. You know. So then of course he found happiness in this company, mm -hmm. and then you know of course I'm like okay because he gave a true testimony. It wasn't like you know all sunshine. He right. gave the rough patches yeah. that he had, and yeah. then he found happiness. Yeah. You know, and then. When I was reading, I said, damn, it's kind of like what I'm going through, you know. So I said, all right. Once again, I kept it in the back, you know, in the back burner. And then also he said something about a Rolex. You know? <laughs> I love time pieces. So, right. No, you we know. can see that. We can oh, see yeah. that because oh, we're yeah. getting blinded right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just a little something. <laughs> a you know what I mean? A little bit. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So then now it just so happened that, you know, I took my, you know, I got my license. Right. However, the company that I was really you know, that was really trying to bring me in. I don't know, they was moving kind of slow. And then, you know, I wasn't really into that, you know, that big hype talk, you know, right. like, it's too good to be true. You wanna see the proof. I wanna see the proof, Yeah. you know. And it just so happened that, you know, finally got in touch with Doug because the first time when I tried to, he was actually in Thomasville. Oh, really? <laughs> right. So that meeting could have never happened. And mm -hmm. I misunderstood because I actually showed up at his office. Oh, wow. And they were like, oh, no, he's in Georgia. I'm like, what? He's supposed to be here. Right. You know? But, um, yeah, so then eventually when he finally came back. So, But you weren't fed up. You didn't, like, go to the office, see that he wasn't there, and just be oh, like, no. Yo, forget this, I'm going to go do something else. Or No, no. I, I, You know, I was patient. I waited. And I guess, really, I was kind of um, determined. Mm. because I even told a friend of mine about it. I said, look, I said, this company called Senior Life. I said, I think that's the place I need to call home. Mm. Because you see, even when I was in real estate, my office back then, that was home. That was, I stayed there to the, you know, to, um, right. to the end of time, right. you know? So when I realized what Senior Life was offering and the way I, he was talking about it, I said, nah, mm. I said, that's the place I need to be, you know? So mm. I waited patiently. You know, just a maybe another week or so or whatever. Right. Um, we finally met, you know, and he says, you know what? And he told me, he's like, hey, you're kind of different, <laughs> you know? I'm like, what do you mean I'm different? You do stand out. You know? <laughs> you do and, stand out. And then um, he was like, I'm going to put you with this guy named Mark. Mm. All right. And then I so think, you didn't know Mark before that. You didn't know Doug before that. Didn't know anybody. Just new kid on the block, completely. I didn't know Fine Expense. Didn't know Doug. Didn't know Mark. Mm. Didn't know Senior Life. Didn't know anything. Wow. This was just like a whole new beginning, to, right? You know, right. of life. Uh, one thing though that uh, everybody kind of teases about. Uh, oh I know boy. that there's like a group chat. I know that there's uh, a lot of discussion on who's doing what, and that you'll be like very, very quiet. And then all of a sudden, just hit everybody with a big number Boom. and done a lot of production. In the week. <laughs> so, is 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 maybe shy as some may think you are, reserved as you might be. At the same right. time, you do like that wow factor. Well, <laughs> you do have that competitiveness that everybody else kind of has in this business, and you like. Right. To, but you but you're still 
obviously from that and the way you dress and everything, you're a showman. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, I guess really I've always just been low key my entire life. I think right. maybe it's part of my sign. I don't know. Okay. But um, yeah. So you know, those things. You know, it happens. Yeah. You know, I just I just like to focus. I like to grind. Yeah. You know, and you know, especially if I go in beast mode. Yeah. You know, that's it. I just do what I have to do. You know, and that's why I let them know. No matter what you, I am competitive. Yeah. Okay. Or I can be competitive, but I guess really with me, I accept all challenges mm. because I believe there's nothing I cannot do. Where, I don't care what you put my way. Right. It's gonna get done. Where's that come from? Just mindset, mm. you know, because the way how I the way how I see things, if your mind is set to be weak, mm. you're gonna be a weak person, okay. But if your mind is strong, then guess what? You could do whatever anything you want. You mm. could do anything you want. You've always anything. been like that. Always been like that. Mm. Always, you know. And I guess that's one thing that um, kind of makes me stand out at times. So so you know from what people say, because one thing I believe. Once you give maximum effort and you know you're giving it your all, right. more than likely you're going to accomplish whatever you're um, set to do. Mm. It's the amount of effort that you put into everything you do. That's powerful right there. Yes, sir. Now, you have a lot of heart. You know, heart is, a, is, is can mean a couple of things, but you, uh, a lot of people that talk about you, they always talk about you in high regards about how caring of a person you are. What? They, that, that comes up a lot, like that you really care about people and I feel like you really care about policyholders. You really care about the success of those that work with you. Yes, I do. Where does that come from? Well, you know, really that part there, I don't even know because mm -hmm. before back in the day, right. long, long, <laughs> long, long, long time ago. Right. You know, I was, you know, sometimes I used to be the type that just didn't care, mm -hmm. you know. But I think, um, I think once again, this goes back maybe to my mother, okay. you know, and just because she was a very loving person. Yeah. She would do anything for anybody and especially for me. Mm -hmm. She did. She she gave her all. Mm -hmm. And I think with that character characteristic, you know, I learned from her okay. to say, you know, OK, you know what? I always, you know, I always try to help, you know, wherever I can help, mm. you know, and I always try to give back and anything that anybody comes to me with, if it's in my power, then yeah, I want to be able to, you know, see you achieve it. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. Yeah. So it's, it's great that you were able to grow up with such an amazing role model in your mother. Uh, and it's great that you get those kinds of uh, traits and you're able to instill those on other people. Uh, when we're talking about like goals, goals is a very common subject on the podcast and just in general. What are some of like your short term goals? Well, you know, the short term goals, of course, is always to be, you know, a good and even a better agent, mm. you know, for myself. Um, I always, you know, one of the number one things is definitely, you know, to do my part as making TBG, the Blade Group, right. number one, you know, yeah. <laughs> right. Because, you know, we all pay a part, right. you know, and a lot of times, especially like even when, you know, um, part of the goals, even like when I first met Mark, you right. know, which is, you know, basically our coach, right. you know, I told him, I said, you know, a lot of things I do, because, you know, I refer to basketball, okay. you know, and, you know, 
it you know it's just not one one person can't do everything. Right. We all come together. Right. And that's why I say I just play my part. Mm-hmm. So you know whenever you know whenever um, all of us you know in the Blade Group and we're all coming together and we're doing our thing. Mm-hmm. You know and we all have our you know our um, goals that we're all trying to set. Right. You know whatever part I need to do. I'm gonna do that, so then that way we all achieve mm. that one big goal. Where did so? I see that you have a lot of trust in yourself. You have a lot of confidence in yourself coming into a new industry, new company with new leadership, new this, new that. Uh, were you able like to kind of let that barrier down and trust these new people? Was that a very quick thing? Was that a gradual learn thing? Like, how did that work? That dynamic being with Doug and being with Mark, because you have to have a lot of trust in your leadership. When did that develop between you and the two of them? Day one. Off top. Off top. Mm. Day one. Because of the simple fact, you know, with Doug, when, you know, I'll never forget when I first met him in the office and, you know, and he was talking to me and, you know, I guess he was telling me a little bit about myself, Mm. you know, so that means that he was actually studying me, okay. you know, and it was, you know, I said, wow, you know, and you know, sometimes how it is, people see things in you that you don't even see in yourself. It's very true. And he was seeing these things, you know, I don't know if it's because of the way I was talking or the way I, you know, was dressed, but he saw these things. And when he put me with, um, with Mark, you know, it was the same thing. Mm-hmm. And that's why from day one, whatever they told me to do, mm-hmm. all I did was listen very coachable. I never once ever said, well, how come? Or why should I? Right. No, nah, it was, okay, got you, coach. Right. All right, boss, got you. You know, because these are guys in a higher position, you know, that's been where I am. Mm. So in order for me to achieve my success, of course, I got to listen to what they're giving to me because mm. technically they don't have to. Right. They could just keep it all to themselves and just say, hey, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> this guy here, yeah. he could go somewhere else. Yeah. But no, they, you know, they um they they pour they pour into me. They pour into every agent mm. that's in the Blade group yeah. to make sure that we are able to succeed. Mm. And you know, and one of the main things, and I told this um to Dougie Fresh before, <laughs> right. you know, yeah, you know, it's because of him at times I, you know, I go over and beyond because this guy said, hey, I believe in you. Mm. To me, that's powerful. Yeah. You know, when somebody tells you that, so now I definitely can't let you down. You believe in mm. me? That makes me believe more into myself. How do you how, how do you become coachable, though? Because as a person that uh, you, you make a lot of your own rules, you, you follow yourself. You know, you're uh, a person with a lot of confidence and you live life. I feel by your terms and your rules. Mm. So a lot of people would in that kind of position, maybe be too cocky or have a hard time being coachable. So how do you manage to humble yourself to become coachable when you're already a person who's on the forefront yourself? Always been a very humble person, mm. very laid back. You are very you laid know. back. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and the thing is once again, you know, a smart man, will always listen, mm. you know. You can't assume that you know everything, you know, and to gain knowledge, you have to you have to learn it from somewhere. Mm. So if I'm smart enough, I'm gonna keep my mouth closed and I'm gonna listen mm. and be that coachable type person. 
because you know they're pouring into me. Right. So it's either I absorb it like a sponge, right, or I'm just that you know piece of slate and you just wipe right. it off. Mm. I'd rather be the sponge. There you go. So talking about success, we talked about like short term stuff. What are some of your long term goals? Oh man, once again, the long term goal definitely is um it's gonna be building. Mm. You know, and this is once again to help assist playing my position, right? To help assist with um, bringing us back to that number one spot, okay? You know, and once the um, the team starts getting built, and you know, more people coming <laughs> out the Bowtie Academy, you know, <laughs> right. then yeah, it's gonna take us all to a different level because you know, so many of us are doing it right now right. this year. You know, you got first prestige, mm -hmm. you know, you got the prize group, right? You know, so I mean, you know, you got some, um, <clears throat> the dream team, which is all of us, you know, we're, we're not, um, we're not laying down. Not at all. No, no, we're definitely <laughs> not, no, we're definitely not laying down. Not at all. You know, um, so you, you say a lot of things that are very motivational. You say a lot, there's a lot of quotables in this podcast already. Uh, are you, do you watch, do you watch a lot of motivational content? You know, let me tell you. Now I do. Okay. Before, nothing. Mm -hmm. From this was probably within the first week. Mm -hmm. Coach Marty, he just he um when we were out training that one day because we trained for that one day right and um you know it was good training. He reached into the back of his car and he pulled out a CD. Mm -hmm. He pulled out two, and he says, "You need to um you need to read these." Not the biggest reader. Okay. All right. But at the same time, I'm not saying no. Right. Because he had to see. I said, well, look, if I could get the audio CD, I don't mind riding around listening to it. And ever since then, you know, it, because when he told me about it, the first thing I did when, when we went home, I went straight to Amazon. Mm -hmm. Found it. I bought it. I sent him an image. Because, you know, of course... Prime shipping two days later, right. you know. Right, right. So I sent him an image. And I didn't no nothing else to it. I said done. Mm. Considered, I'm in. There it is. You know, and um, he was like, okay, cool. I started listening. Okay, I like this. And every now and then, he would throw out different things for me to listen mm -hmm. to, and I absorbed everything. This is the sponge, right? You know, I was absorbing everything, and I, to the point where. I was so motivated, I was just looking at even other things to listen to mm. because I didn't want to stop. Right. You see, I didn't wait anymore. Mm. He already gave me the path. All I did was just continue going down that path, getting those audio books, mm. you know, the, uh, the motivational right. books, you know, right. things like that. Right. Yeah. So I would say really 100 percent because of Mark. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's all I listen to in the car. Mm. Yeah. So what about uh, Mystical? You listen to that in the car anymore? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, um, you know, <laughs> you know, it's so funny. Um, you know, I had my son this weekend. Right. And um, I put it on the TV. Right. And he was like, Daddy, what's that? That's not music. <laughs> I, said, I said, you're too young. I said, you're too young to know about this, man. Right. I said, this is good music. Right. You know, but yeah, definitely um, still listen to my mystical right. and those guys. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what I like to hear. Uh, so uh, anytime we do the podcast, <laughs> before we wrap up, we want to make sure we cover everything. So is there anything you want to say uh, before we get out of here today? Um, well, you know, definitely the number one thing I could say is... um. 
Thank you for having me. Absolutely. You know, I definitely give thanks to home office, you know, because my the success that I'm having, mm. I can't do it without them. Definitely. You know, and of course the ladies over at Legacy Assurance Genesis, much appreciated. Yes. You know. Um, she helped you recently, what didn't she? Yes, she did. Can, can you share that real quick? I know that I was, we're about to wrap it up, but there's a, there's another story. Yeah. What, what happened with that? Well, what what she did was to, totally amazing. Yeah, you know, I had a um, I had a personal friend that lost their mother. Mm-hmm. You know, and by me having that experience, of course, you know, they called upon me, and you know, I'll never forget because it was in the middle of the night. That they called me, woke me up, yeah, and um, explained what was going on, and I, you know, I kind of had to say, look, you know, try not to, you know, get too bent out of shape trying to do everything yourself. Right. I said, let me, you know, reach out to, you know, um, Legacy for you and see, you know, what could happen, and because um, you know, and I and I did just what I said. Right. You know, so early that next morning, you know, of course, I was in the office, and you know, me and Doug were talking about it. And, um, you know, we're able to get, you know, legacy involved. And it just so happened that, you know, it was Genesis. And, you know, Genesis originally, you know, from being from Miami. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah, it was just a blessing. And when she found out, you know, that I was the agent, she called me right away. She got all the details, you know, with the client and, you know, what to do. I gave her what I knew, but she spoke to them personally. And you know the amazing job that she did. Yeah. She she actually saved them over ten thousand dollars, dude. Yeah, ten k. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm not talking one or two. Ten k yeah. off of a funeral. Yeah, you know, and I think it was even to the point where even the people knew she was not backing down. Mm-hmm. She went over and beyond. Yeah, you know, to make sure that they were well taken care of and not, you know, overpriced. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's how yeah. Genesis is though. Like, yeah. She's she's <clears throat> definitely she can she's a, one of the sweetest women you can work with, but she is definitely a pit bull whenever it's time to get down to business. Like, oh yeah, you know, yeah, coming out of Miami, yeah, you gotta have yeah. that firecrack in you, you know? A little bit. Yeah. So you know, every now and then you just gotta pop off when yes. it's necessary. Whenever it's necessary. Right. And yeah, she she did her thing. So very much appreciate and I I got something for her. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely got something for it. Um, and I, I cut you off while you were in the middle of it, but is there anything else you want to mention before we go today? Um, just, um, you know, once again, thank you for everything. Um, I definitely got to thank my boss, Dougie Fresh. Definitely. You know, got to thank my coach and um, the rest of the dream team for yeah. everything. You know, all of us coming together, um, supporting one another because, you know, we're one big family. And that's what I really love. Not even just about the Blake group, but mm. really with all the senior life, man. Just being one big family, bro. Absolutely. So that's a blessing, man. It's a Absolutely. beautiful thing, man. Thank you for yeah. saying that. Also, thanks to you, Taylor, <laughs> for always doing a good job. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> but, you know, uh, once again, being very laid back, I hope you don't mind. Now a lot of people are going to learn a lot more about you. Oh, so, <laughs> man. Some of the, the cats well, out of the bag a little bit. So Yeah, because I know, I know you had a little pull getting me a in here. <laughs> yeah, you know, but it's all good. It what? was definitely a pleasure being here. Definitely. I mean, what's pull if you can't use it, right? <laughs> but you, you are a very much an inspiration. You're an amazing person. And uh, you and I have talked candid before yes. at events and things and just getting to know you more has just really yes. been a pleasure. And I'm just glad that I, I do know you and I do feel like you're one of those people for me personally and for people that do know you, that knowing you makes us better people. 
Yes, sir. So I appreciate you. No, I appreciate and you, And all brother. that you do, man. My man. So that's what it is. That's this episode of All Fired Up. Got Dean from South Florida in the building. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Telling his story, finally. Uh, but we just really appreciate you. And uh, like we say at the end of every episode, it's uh, Senior Life, All Your Life. All Your Life, baby. <laughs>